Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here is our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. This is an exciting time, I think. Anytime we go from one year into another year, we make that transition. It's sort of like saying, okay, I did my best last year. Maybe I accomplished all my goals. Maybe I didn't. But it just means let's reset our timer for this year. Identifying those areas that we really, really want to live the passion of our life where we can get clearer about where we're going, where we can get clear and give ourselves some forgiveness when we stumble and maybe don't achieve some of the things we thought we would. This is all about the freshness of restarting, getting our second wind in 2018. So I'm excited today to share my guest with you, which I think you will love what she's going to share with you. It is more about our transition, more about our evolving that we're going to hear and talk about today. Yes, when we start with the decision of recovery, and for recovery after divorce, then there is many transitions through pain, sadness, sorrow that we will go through, all on our way to be happy and whole and full of promise. So let me tell you a little bit about Alan Evans, who is our guest today. She is an MBA. She is a speaker, author, blogger. She has is a guest she is a guest trainer right now with the Monroe Institute. And she has been a newspaper columnist, a consultant, and she's earned her BA in psychology from the University of Mississippi and MBA from Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. So one thing I've when I met Alan at a retreat that we went to, she was very, very warm and open, and there was an energy about her that drew me to want to know more about her. So as I have, I've known that she's been t- she's talented in many ways and has grown herself from through her transition. One of the things that I found fascinating is that she's an advanced Toastmaster, and she offers sound and technology-related workshops in the United States and abroad. Some of the interesting people she's worked with is Norman Sheely, Ph.D., M.D., and Sergey 
Sergey Soren, MD, that are focusing on getting complementary and alternative techniques out to a larger audience. So you're going to enjoy my guest today, and you're going to love her because she's sharing her heart. So welcome, Alan. We're so happy to have you here. Well, thank you. I am happy to be here. Looking forward to talking to you today. <laughs> I love all the transitions that you've you've gone through. It's just you've just kept blossoming as you go along. Well, <laughs> you know, there are moments that it doesn't look like it's gonna. You know, how's it gonna turn out? You know, how's yeah. this one gonna go? But it's interesting, and and I don't know that you and I have talked about this, but I had I've had two major flip me upside downs. Mm. In the last five years, which, you know, I put me upside down. I mean, everything goes away at once. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be every piece, but it was a lot of pieces. Like maybe the the number one support person in my life, maybe finances changed, you know, the job went away, the contract went away. Yes. Um, And it's it's like, really? I have to do this again? (laughs) (laughs) But every time I do, it gets better. It gets better. Yeah. And uh, so, tell us about the 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 uh, main support going away. That was one of the major transitions that you did, and we're we're quite common and comfortable talking about the divorce process. So, what was it, or when did you decide that this was a decision you needed to make, or you needed to change something in your life? You know, it started slowly. I remember um, I was at the McGraw Institute. You mentioned it. It's an education and research center that uh-huh. we um, use and teach sound technology. Mm-hmm. And it's called HemiSync. So I was there as a guest of a program, and I'm talking to a male participant, and he looks at me and says, are you married? And I go, yes, I'm happily married. Yeah. And then that it went downhill from there. <laughs> I was like, why did I need to throw in the word happily? That's when it started. Yeah. And then I started thinking about it, and it just it, it, it just took over and consumed me for like the next six months. And it was a wake-up for me to realize, no, I really wasn't happy. Yeah. And uh, then when, I, when it did hit me, I mourned. And I mean, just couldn't get out of bed for like a month. And... Just, I just knew that it was over. I knew it was the thing I could do to fix it. And we just grew apart. We just started living uh, our lives separately, and we just grew so far apart that it we needed to, you know, to move and change. Right. I was just looking a little bit at that. Was it the word of you that you used happily that you felt you forced it, that you had to put it in there, and it really wasn't? in alignment with who you are or have you, know, you thought much about that well i don't know I, again it was just the trigger word that brought it all yeah. to my attention yeah so it slipped yeah. out it wasn't forced yeah. it was just yeah. me describing my situation but then it you know i had to think about that for a long time <laughs> and then, then that led me that led me down the road to and, and let me tell you whether you choose divorce or divorce chooses you it is difficult you know, don't yes. kid yourself about that. And I right. even had um, an ama- I have an amazing father to my child and a former husband, and we didn't we we were amicable. You know, we didn't have to have this ugly split. 
but most people seem to have that, and so it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. easy, and there's a lot of sadness. I cried for seven months every day. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean just cried. I sobbed every yeah. day. <laughs> well, I shared, you know, I shared with you yesterday that I think we get that programming from the movie uh, Cinderella, And I know in my transition, the hardest thing for me, even though I knew it was a decision I needed to make and go through, the hardest thing for me is understanding that you don't always meet the prince and live happily. At the time you meet, you think you found your prince because, (laughs) because... uh, well, Disney has done a really good job, and it's a beautiful dream. And so they don't really discuss what all is involved in after you find your prince. So right. anyway, I think it, that for me was the mourning part, not right. as much as anything. It was the the end of a dream for me. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, something else you have to think about if you want to be rescued, you know, if you have that or that focus or that intention, yes. Yes. then it's really hard to focus on doing it yourself. You're and so when right. you can do it yourself and step into your own power, then you're going to be a stronger person. And eventually, those, all those pieces can show up for you. But it'll be healthy yes. from a place of power and not fear. Yeah. Well, that is kind of what is portrayed in that movie, isn't it? I mean, he mm-hmm. does rescue her from <laughs> a horrible situation, which nobody would right. want to live in. So it is, yes, you're so right. I, I never really looked at it, <laughs> that being the, the additional story in there. So it's so interesting. Now, you had, you had lived with this man for 28 years, so you had been there a long time. And right. um, um so did you all did he also recognize that the marriage was over at that during those that transition time? Uh no, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think there comes a time that women just kind of need to be fulfilled, need to be there's something that speaks to us. I don't know what it is. Do you have a better handle on that? You know, I I, I don't know. Um it, it really is a paying attention to uh, the pushes that you're getting, the the um, the feelings that you have, and honoring those feelings, mm-hmm. and then just doing things like to the outside world. A lot of things, decisions I have made have not made sense. Mm-hmm. Just like moving to Naples, Florida, in October, when I would tell people why, why I was moving there it really wasn't a solid plan but I just yeah. knew I had to go um, uh, and it, it really you know and, and it's scary to tr- you know to trust um, there's a I'm paraphrasing a Carolyn Mace quote she's a, a author and spiritual teacher mm-hmm. and she says when you're looking at your op- options take the riskiest path you can find because the safest path is the illusion Mm-hmm. And I try to always remember that because it is scary to look at your bank account and go, what? You want me to do what? And, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> really? I need to move to Naples, one of the most expensive places in the world to live? You know, how's that going to happen? So I get there, and now I live in this fabulous place with a roommate 
and I'm paying half of what I paid when I live in upstate New York. So oh my you know, God. these things can work out, but you just got to allow it, and you've got to be looking for it. Uh huh. You yeah. have to step out of the way, and that's you know that is hard to do. I you know I get it. <laughs> well, it takes a lot of courage, I think. <laughs> One to listen. Well, you know, I've heard that before, but you you can also look at that a different way. Is it really mm-hmm. courage? Or is it just going, I've got to figure out how to reach a better place for myself, which is contentment, which is peace, mm-hmm. which is joy. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, not, it's not courage. I mean, if I had stayed where I was in upstate New York, I was making a choice to kind of dig a little hole and live a really small life. Yes. Yeah. And so is that courageous? Uh, no. But it's, no. you know, but it's. It's the safe place to go. Right. You know, it was the safe place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sometimes I, I look at women that make this transition, that go through divorce, and they get so caught up in the pain, they don't have, they've made that decision, or they haven't made the decision and it just happened to them and yet they have the they don't have the um belief or i'm almost going to call it an inner knowing that or for even a better word maybe the inner knowing that they have to go on they have to move forward there's something there's something calling them did you right. feel that? Do you feel that? Well, I do, but I want to go back to the morning part. So when something like that happens, you know, where things are flipped upside down, right? you do need to stop and mourn. And, you know, if that means if your de- definition of that is staying in bed and crying all day, yes, yeah. you need to do that. But there has to be a stop. You know, it can't be something that continues. Mm-hmm. So then how do you pull yourself out of that? You can do it. You start in very slow, little steps, because I know it's hard when you're at that um, depth of sadness. Yes. You think, okay, how can I, like, I'm not going to go out and go spend time with my friends right now. I can't do that. But what you right. can do is watch a funny movie. You can go yes. to the library. You can go to Netflix and watch a whole TV series. You can binge watch Will and Grace. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're laughing, you laugh. And, and laughter yes. is one of those things that pulls you up. Yeah. Find people, you know, go, return to those people in your life who are supportive, who when you talk to them, say kind things and nice things and who make you laugh. Call that person. Right. So you just yeah. do a little bit. And then listen to, and again, you can go to your library, depending on your budget, or um, purchase it. But listen to inspirational books in the morning as you're getting ready or, or in the kitchen, um, as you're driving in your car. One of the mm-hmm. things I did was um, I listened to the comedy channel. I just happened to have that, the XM radio in my car. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And someone had said that to me. That's what they did. And I thought, how brilliant is that? Because I can't laugh and cry at the same time. It's yes. not possible. Right. <laughs> Out of sadness. You know, so yes. I, I started doing that. And then when I was done, I got to the point where that irritated me. I no longer needed it. But I guarantee uh-huh. you I was at a higher vibrational rate which means closer to happiness, contentment, and peace than I was when I started. Uh-huh. Okay, you mentioned a word in there, vibrational rate. Could you talk a little bit about the energies? 
Well, so I, I look at this. Uh, it's based on my opinion. is a, is based on the work of David Hawkins, mm-hmm. and he he's no longer living, but he is prolific. You can uh, YouTube him uh, and find lots of little mini lectures, and then mm-hmm. of course he's written many books, and he talks about how everything has an energetic measure. Mm-hmm. So, as a population. As a world population, we measure over 200, in, you know, our, all of our energies combined, which is a good thing because 200 is the level of truth. Mm. We're just barely over it, though, <laughs> which means yeah. there's a good part of us and our culture and what we interact with that's way below that truth, and then yes. there's a lot that's you know, up higher. So, like, let's say, um, depending on your religious beliefs, but let's, if you're a Christian, then... Jesus was a person that would have calibrated at a thousand. Mm-hmm. Ah. So in between truth and Jesus, that we have these other levels of living. And so right after you get a divorce or you have a major life change, you are probably below 200. You know, not all the time, but a lot of time is spent below 200 because of all the grief and sadness. Yes. So you feel those emotions tied to that despair sadness, mm-hmm. depression. Mm-hmm. So your goal then would be, okay, i got to get myself above that 200 level so I can start yeah. feeling better. Yes. Work your way up with these little things I was saying. Watch you know, funny movies, listen to jokes, call good friends who love you, and you um, slowly start climbing up to courage. Mm-hmm. And in courage, that's when you can pull up those bootstraps and make <laughs> something happen. Uh, then you continue to work, you know, your goal would be to continue to work up to peace and joy and contentment. Mm-hmm. And right. hang out there the most. You always have, you know, you slip around and go to these different um, vibrational levels, but you have a core place right. to hang out. Right. Um, well, that's you know, my interpretation of it. <laughs> well, that's a great, wonderful description of it. I've never had anybody describe it like that. Um, I guess it's all that back history you have from him he's yeah. been through all of that yes in the Monroe Institute um, now you know what I, you know, what I would like to do what I would like to say that a book that they could read about it oh okay it's Letting Go by David Hawkins okay and it's a great book for those going through transition because it really is about letting go of the sadness and moving I slept with the book for nine months. You did. (laughs) I did. I needed that much comfort. I was like, I'm just going to sleep with it. That's so funny. (laughs) You slept with David. (laughs) Yes, I slept with David for nine months. I didn't marry him, though. (laughs) Yeah. It was so funny. I was at a retreat. And, you know, I've done a lot of work with Jack Canfield. And we were at a retreat, and the first time I ever heard that statement, it was in when we all gathered after one of the days we had been training, and one of the girls said, well, I slept with Jack last night. And I went, oh. and we all kind of looked at her, you know, and Jack is <laughs> innocently standing in front of the room. And, uh, it's, and then it came out of the book, She Slept With His Success Principles. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where You're that all off. came from. History, history, history. Yeah. We gather it as we go. <laughs> so um, 
but the human side of it is it's not always just accomplished and we stay there, is it? Right. We, we right. work at getting up. Then we, do you call those slips or is it human nature that we kind of slide back and then we work to get back into it? I mean, it's not like work, work, work because it's, right, right. it feels so good when we're in a better state, when our, when our yeah. vibrations are higher. Right. That, so when you're encouraged, when you're in the lower um, levels, yes, it, it really feels heavy, hard, and, and you wonder if you're going to make it sometimes. Yes. You the courage. It does feel like work. You know, there is a lot of like, oh, I've got to do this, i got to do this. But when you surpass that, that's when, you're, that's when you're that person that wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, this is a great day, or you're out walking, and the sky is so bright. And, you know, you really do reach that stage, and I know it because I've lived it. Mm-hmm. And it, it really does exist. I, you know, every day is is a good day, and it, it's then you have to look at how you react to things. Mm-hmm. So when you get into those high levels, you are forgiving. You are very forgiving. You can't, you know, you're not going to be holding on to grudges. You're going to let yeah. go of judgment. So you oh, also good. to, to <laughs> move up. You've got to be um, shedding these things that pull you back down. And so we know what those are, lying, being yes. inauthentic, not forgiving, yeah. uh, seeking revenge, hoping mm-hmm. that um, the ex's house burns down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so and even no matter pain. how, <laughs> right, and no matter how egregious you think something is that someone did to you, it's usually they're doing it for the, you know, to make themselves feel better, not realizing how difficult it is for you. They're not thinking about that. They're in their own shoes. So mm-hmm. you, you just really have to look at it and go, I forgive you. That, that you know not what you do, and I know not what I do, and we just have to move on. I can, I can remember it. I don't have to forget it, but I need to detach from the emotion of I hate you, I dislike you, I want to get you back. Mm-hmm. Now, you gave us the wonderful suggestion of, listening to comedy and and um, changing our mindset and starting to laugh again, how important that is. But uh, what would be another um, tool we could use that we need to implement in our lives? Well, so you would also want to be physical. And if that just meant walking around your house yeah. or one loop, you know, until you yeah. get yourself yeah. out there more. Because moving the energy in your body is important. Mm. And then you also want to be um, making, you know, start thinking about what would make you happy. Mm-hmm. Start doing the little things. It doesn't have to be the big thing. Like, uh, let's say somebody wants to aspire to be what do what you do. But mm-hmm. they just think, well, there's no way I could ever be a life coach, and, you know, mm-hmm. and do that. Um, then don't, don't look at that. Look at just how to make make yourself happier and better where you are, and then at some point you'll be able to look at that, or you'll you'll be directed to do something else. You know, your your attention right. will have been moved to something else. Right. Um, and, and just anything you can do, like I said, listening to the inspiring books on tape mm-hmm. um, when you're getting ready in the morning. Music, play music. Yeah. Go look for music that is uplifting to you. 
Somewhere right. Over the Rainbow, I played that over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Find those songs and just and then find the sad songs when you're in that morning stage and just you know cry. Mm-hmm. Allowing yourself you to, to do the, that. Yeah, and then you move because if you skip over it, guess what? <laughs> you're it's yes. it's going to come out some way mm-hmm. somehow. Yes, I was one that uh, really put morning off. You know, I um, I traveled and I um, just didn't ha- I didn't go through the process at that time. You have to go through the process, but right. I delayed my my healing, and so I can speak to that. That no matter whatever your diversion is, you can put it off, but you ultimately have to go through the sadness you know, right. to help you heal and get through. One of the things I also like to use is meditation. For me, that's, yes. a, that's an opening exercise that I like to do. It helps get the day going. And it's like listening to your inner guidance. Um, yes. What is that small voice that's going to tell me or answer a question for me? So did, was right. that part of your process as well? Oh, yes. Now, now, it's interesting since I am the one that teaches hemisync, <laughs> which is the meditation. Sound <laughs> technology, I didn't even mention that. <laughs> but that was huge, huge, huge part of my life um, because I play it when I sleep. You oh, help me sleep yeah. better. Yes. And then I, so I'm playing it at night, looping it all night um, with the CD designed for sleeping. And then I um, would, yes, find times to meditate every day. Especially if you're in that state of mourning, because you're not, you know, you're not out and about. Typically, you're those that, unless you're in a workplace and just have to um, be out there when you're in that stage, which is really difficult. But you ha- you seem to have more time because you stay at home, you you hide. Um, so yeah. schedule the times to meditate, and if you choose to do something like the HemiSync, you can get the download for like fifteen dollars or a CD for twenty. It can be on a, a CD player, or it can be more fancy than that if you have more skill with the technology. <laughs> but it is—it's an amazing technology that really can help change the neural pathways of the brain. And again, yes. that's helping us open up to a higher vibration. And I guarantee yeah. you that that was a key part of my um, change. Well, I like listening to it while you're sleeping. I think that's, you know, we don't realize that our brain, does that keep our brain active when our brain needs to rest, or does that give it some sort of rest, peace? It's peace and rest. What happens for a lot of people, they don't sleep well, especially adults. Mm. Right. And they're waking up every two to three hours, and they think it's, they attribute it to the aging process, you know. Whatever. Now, this is not to do with sleep apnea. If someone has a sleep apnea condition, it's a little bit different ballgame. Yeah. Because that is a physical thing going on. But okay. what this Alan, is, I'm going to stop you because yeah. I know this is going to take longer than we have before we go to break. And okay. I really want my audience to hear how the semi... Um, so that, that, that hemi-sync works and how it can be a okay. beneficial tool. So we are going to take a short break now. And when we come back, Alan is going to share with us some of this knowledge that she not only lived, but she has also helped 
teach and pass on to many people that are growing and moving into a new living. We want to help women move through divorce with ease and know they have a great future ahead of them. So come back. We'll be talking more. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Alan Evans. And I loved her story and loved meeting her so much because she she has a radiance about her. And I wanted you to be um, exposed to that. As, you, as you've heard from the first half of our show, she has wonderful ideas. She has lived this transition of divorce. And so she's able to pass on to you valuable um, habits or uh, tools that you can use in the transition part of getting through the sadness of divorce. So before we had gone to break, Alan, we were talking about hemisync and how you use that tool to help you sleep. I'm a sleep apnea person, so okay. I know about waking up, waking up, waking up, waking up. So, particularly if I don't use the tool. <laughs> right, right. Anyway, tell can, us about it. Also, if you do have sleep apnea, I'll just say this. You can still use HemiSync, mm-hmm. but you know, with the physical, um, the physical interference of waking up, it won't alter that necessarily. It can help, but it, when oh. you're... When you don't have sleep apnea and you're waking up, um, and I was doing it every two to three hours, and I just thought, mm-hmm. well, I'm getting older, and it's my bladder waking me up you know, to go yes. you know, yes. to the restroom. And, uh, but what I discovered when I started using HemiSync for sleep, and it took three years to reach this transition. So it is a process that can take time to retrain your brain, but at least give it three months straight if you decide to try it. 
And you can also contact me or email me if you want to try it and have questions. So I did it for three months, especially if your circadian cycle is really messed up. Those with immune disorders usually are Mm -hmm. not getting the rest that they need to be restored to sleep. So you play this all night, you loop it, and when it's time for your brain to go to delta, which is that where we restore, our body restores, and we are more likely to stay in delta for the time that we need to stay there. Mm-hmm. And we then we cycle through. So we have the cycles that go on all night. So we're in Delta and we're out of Delta. Then we're in Delta and we're out of Delta. But we just want to make sure that our brains go to Delta when it's supposed to. And that's how we mm-hmm. stay healthy. That's mm-hmm. how we stay young. Mm-hmm. I am so tired of and hearing I, and women, women say, oh, it's because I'm getting older that I don't sleep. Right. And, oh, it's because and, of the bladder. Just as you said. And I, I just think we're, we're just overusing that excuse. We yeah. need to really look at why we're not sleeping and correct it. They don't think they right. can correct it, and they right. can't. And I, they, I go now, five, usually it's six to eight hours without becoming aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. No less, no less than five, and there is rarely a night that I have a bad night's sleep. And if I do, it's just it's like once every three to four months. Yeah. Now, and when you I sleep, think, I said, let me think. Now, when you sleep with those earbuds, are you sleeping with the earbuds in your ears, or do you have a headband? Well, what I do you, with the sleep, you can actually just play it over a speaker system. Okay. You don't have to wear earbuds because you're okay. still getting the frequencies. And they'll go right to left ear. And um, I should probably explain that real briefly so people know what we're talking about. Um, But there are times if I wake up in the middle of the night or either it's a noisy, say, hotel with the ice machine right beside my room or the elevator, you know, ding, ding. Um, I'll put on my noise-canceling headset and have that uh, help. And it really, that's why I don't have bad night's sleep because if I do have external noises or somebody snoring or I have a way to quiet that and, mm-hmm. and go back to sleep with the aid of the technology just right in my ears. But yeah. what happens with this technology, and they discovered this, a German scientist discovered it in the 1800s, but then Bob Monroe, the person who created HemiSync, read an article about it, or his team did, and they put two and two together and realized they could create frequencies that are inaudible that... Um, play one in one ear, one in the other ear, and then the brain is the one that actually, and I'll say hears it, the brain is the one that perceives what the frequency is. And so it will match different states of consciousness or different Mm -hmm. brain waves. So you can create a frequency by playing two different frequencies, and that cycle per second as you're playing this, uh, whatever this noise is, Mm-hmm. Um, that then resonates with, say, a delta brainwave. Mm. Then your brain follows that delta brainwave mm-hmm. to delta, where you're mm-hmm. more likely, you have a, a higher probability of, go, of following that with your brain and going to that state. And it's, mm-hmm. been, it's been about for 50 years. It's been well-researched, and there's, it's, it's safe. And yeah. it really does have a positive impact on the brain. Mm. You know that people have think, Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> well, I said, people who've had people who've had brain injuries have used it successfully uh-huh. and have made significant changes. So it's a powerful tool. 
I'm so amazed at, I'm constantly amazed, let's say, with this body that we live in, Um, Mm -hmm. how it repairs itself, how we can repair the brain, how we can embellish the brain. I'm just amazed that it has these, I mean, yes, we, the Monroe Institute has created a tool, but knowing that there's a tool that can help us mm-hmm. sleep all through the night, can help us make mm-hmm. mind changes. I mean, I just think that's amazing that that's all possible to do. And I'm constantly humbled at the, the thought that it's a tool. Our body is a house that we can keep repairing. You know, just like we have right. a physical house. It always needs painting. It always needs, you know, something that good. <laughs> but that's the we body need as well. more makeup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Better cover. So I work, right. I work with a, another doctor, Dr. Brian Daly. He's my partner now, and we teach this together. And what he says, he, he works with, um, he's an MD, and he works with a lot of cancer patients. Yes. And he uses it, the hemisync, it really can help reduce the side effects of chemotherapy. And so ah. he, what, his, what his line is, is it's easy, it's inexpensive, it's non-addictive, why not? It might <laughs> yes. just help you, you know, why yeah. not? Yeah, right, yeah, for sure. Now, when we were visiting, and that's, uh, again, would you tell them how to go get their HemiSync or where they can download it? Do you yes, have- um, they, can go to my, they can go to my website, which is uh-huh. energymedicinesquared.com. Okay. You and there's spell that all out, energymedicinesquared.com. Squared. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's on your front page or... That's how they'll they be able to see it if they scroll down. They'll see okay where they can find that. And again, I'm very open to anyone uh, emailing me and asking me questions about it. Um, my gift to your audience, I'd be happy to uh, if they want to start something and they don't really know it because they have like 300 titles. It can be overwhelming. So I'm happy uh, to ask ask the purpose that they're trying to uh, accomplish and then make yes. recommendations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've also written a book. And uh, you were gracious enough to offer that as a a possible download for them. How could they go and download that book? And your book, the title of your book is? (laughs) Live a Powerful Life. I like it. I like it. (laughs) And And I interviewed over over 100 women. It's about growing up in the South as a woman and how that um, kind of turns us into people who are pleasers and um, <gasps> not really oh not strong in our own right. And so, if you're yeah. one of those people who are really having trouble um, wanting to be rescued, you know, turning your attention to I've got this, I can do this. I, yeah. I would love for you to read the book. And again, it's it's going to be a PDF format that you can either read on your computer, or you can print. Yes. And then I'm just going to send send a link so they would need to go to. And I, you to, are you ready for the yes, website? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. It's g o o dot g l forward slash capital G K W lowercase D J D. Well, what in the world does that mean? That is a short, that's a short link, so I wouldn't have to read this really long link off to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's the first time. Okay, it's, say it again. So they, if they miss the letter, we can get it. Okay. So it's, and I don't think that I don't think lowercase and uppercase matter, but g o o dot g l forward slash capital G capital K capital W lowercase D capital J capital D. Oh, okay, capital G capital. All right. Well, I know I want to download that and read it. I'm one of these people that has to download it. I have to hold something in my hands. It's kind of yeah. a belief that I have. It's not really no basis <laughs> for it. It's just the way I uh, am. So, and the other thing, Joyce, what I want to say is if they um, have trouble with this, they try that link, they've written it down wrong, they can email me, and I'll just email the book to them. Okay, and your email address is that at the Energy it's Medicine? Name. Oh, it's your name. My name Alan, A-L-L-Y-N, at EnergyMedicineSquared.com. Oh, okay. Got it. Wonderful. Now, did you all get it out there in, in the universe? <laughs> because I think you <laughs> definitely want to do download read the book because so many of us particularly and I you know I'm going to say southern women I agree with that but I also think women all over the world that's part of our mm -hmm. what we we believe you know we're all about serve 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 some and I have to teach people to love themselves to recognize their value you know and I'm going what how did we get all of this Oh, it is wonderful. And, and yeah. it is about that, and it's universal. It's just that I, I chose the where I grew up to um, do sure. the interviews. Yeah. But it really, it's about all those issues that women, and especially depending on the age you are, um, mm -hmm. if you're 50 and older, uh, yeah. you, you know, it's it's those are deeply inbred messages and beliefs that you hold on to, and right. it's time to let some of them go. Right. Definitely. Um now, when we were sharing before our talk today, you shared with me a, a um, process that you use called patterning, and <laughs> I thought that it was just fabulous. So would you okay. share that with us? Yes. When I was today? in a, just a really dark place and, and sad place, um, mm -hmm. I, and I think someone gave me the idea, and I kind of tweaked it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I started writing every day. I would write a story about the future, mm. and so I would say, I would pick a date, and, and it doesn't have to be written. If you're, if you're a talker, you could just act like you're being on a radio show, being interviewed. Mm -hmm. But you get into the emotion of feel better. So yeah. it, you know, the story might change every day because you, you as you start thinking about things and feeling things, you realize. It, it also it kind of leads you down the path of where do I really want to go, so it helps yeah. you get more clarity and focus about the future as well. But what it's doing initially is pulling you out of despair because mm. you will at least have one hour or thirty minutes, however long you spend telling this little story, to be in a better place because your head will be in the moment of that imagination and that future. Mm. And you know, people tell us don't live in the future. And live in the present present moment. Yes, I agree with that. However, when the present moment is at its hardest, mm -hmm. I think it's a good way to pull yourself out. Well, I found in that moment it was hard for me to even 
envision, envision, to vision, <laughs> um, a happier time. And so I, I would think the first time you sat down, it was you maybe took a lot of thought, uh, pushing, and it, it would be a gradual exercise. Did you find this, that in the beginning it was kind of sterile? And no, then as you uh, allowed yourself, it kept you kept embellishing it? Right. It, it continues to grow. Um, it, it, the, the beginning process will be different for different people. Um, uh, those who are writers, it will flow a little easier. Yeah. Or, or you know, people who are talking out loud and telling stories. Mm-hmm. And it depends on where you are um, in the process. But I certainly believe and know that it is a key piece of pulling yourself up. And it really did make a big impact on me. And I still use it to this day. Right. Not necessarily every day. I don't need it. But I still will, when I'm trying to figure out you know, or trying to process something or if I'm mm-hmm. uh, thinking about what I'm, how I want to put things together. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this just popped in my head, but you know how we make plans and then God laughs. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not about making plans. It's, it's about coming to terms with the understanding of the essence of the life you want. Ah, so say that again. Say that again. Heart, I loved it. Okay? It's coming to terms with the essence of what you want. Yeah. And an example, you, so say someone broke your heart or, you know, you're going through divorce and you really want your husband back. Yeah. Well, you can pattern all you want. You can put in there uh, a year from now that y'all are back together. Mm-hmm. But when you put in other people, it's really, you know, that's, that's, that's like one path. And mm-hmm. you're saying there's only one path to my happiness. Mm-hmm. And in reality, that's not true. So what is it that you want? You want the essence of that companionship, that mm-hmm. person who is concerned about you, who's helping you with your finances, who you can call when you arrive somewhere. You know, what, what's the essence of it? Mm-hmm. And that's what you want to pattern. Ah, uh, Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm getting ready to do a vision board workshop. And, you know, that's where you create your goals for the following year or your dreams for, you know, lifetime. You you determine the length. But um, it's it's selling or allowing yourself to to start dreaming again that helps you create that vision board. I mean, the patterning example is very similar to the process mm-hmm. of creating a dream board is really mm-hmm. how I like to explain it. And then it's a, it's a visual because you create it with pictures and then it mm-hmm. becomes a visual that you see every day that kind of reminds mm-hmm. you, Oh yes, that's where I want to go. So, have you ever combined the patterning of writing this with the pictures? Right. So, I would think that the patterning is is kind of a step that could lead someone up to the vision board. Yes. Because Uh as they're doing this on a daily basis or every other day, they're getting more clarity about what they want without Mm -hmm. you just saying, tell me what you want. Because most people can't. Yes. Do that. Yeah. Right. So this is, and so then by the time they get to the vision board, and that's what I do. I I, I love vision boards uh-huh. uh, because it's a it's a way to put your focus. And what we focus on tends to be what is coming into our lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's why vision boards are so powerful. Right. 
And why is that? Why is it? You know, I'm not sure. Um, I think it's because, again, once you have a vision board, you've got clarity. So mm. that's coming to the place of right now, as things stand today, this is how I see it right. as a place to move towards. Just like setting a goal. You know, I want right. to lose 10 pounds. Well, there's clarity there. You're not yeah. going, oh, don't want to lose five pounds. Don't want to lose. Or maybe I don't want to lose any weight. Maybe I want to gain weight. You know, so when, I, when you're doing all that, there's no way to get somewhere because there's no intention or focus. You're not, you don't pay attention right. to what's in front of you yeah. to help you go. Step one, step two, step three. Up oh, now I weigh 10 pounds less. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now, do you have a morning practice that you like to do in your life? You know, um, I am one of those people that does something different every day. <laughs> yes. So, All right. I don't That's have a real. morning practice. <laughs> I don't have a morning practice, but I do um, build in times to meditate, times to exercise, and mm-hmm. then I use the Hemi Sync, you know, at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I journal every night before I go to bed. That is that is one thing I do that's consistent is I journal every night. Now, when uh, you're journaling, do you also add in the uh, gratitude part? You know, I've I've been told Jack was a big advocate of the the gratitudes. Um, you include three, five things that you're grateful for, um, and. Is that part of your journaling process? You know, it's not part of my journaling process, but it is something I find myself doing. Um, if I see a beautiful, um, you know, sky or a, mm-hmm. a cute dog, or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. I'm, I'm here at Christmas with my family, and I'm so grateful to have them and to be here. Um, so certainly, having gratitude as much as it comes to your attention. Is um, and, and acknowledging that would be a, a way to also raise up your vibration. Yes, that's one of the benefits that I think we don't realize is that just expressing our gratitude. I've heard of one guy that likes to lay in bed and do a gratitude list before he gets up. Unlike one of these people that when my eyes open, I'm out of bed. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't have time to do that but I love the idea is the day goes through and as you experience the day you offer your gratitude gee I love this thank you thank you thank you I love this walk thank you thank you I love the sun thank you thank you Mm -hmm. or I love the snow wherever you are it's just expressing you know so um what is now, we've heard how you rebuilt your life. You're, you're constantly rebuilding. You're constantly refocusing, as we all are. I mean, that should be right. part of our MO, uh, whether you're in divorce or whether you're married. I mean, every day you should be adding something of growth to your day. Right. And so I'm always interested in asking my guests, what is your growth? Where are you? How is your life <laughs> being embellished today or this week or this month? Well, can you share? So one of the things I did um, when I saw that all my opportunities were going away in upstate New York where I was living since uh, until last summer, yeah. I thought, well, I'm just, you know, I have to do something different. And so I started paying attention to the, what I call what was shining the brightest and for me, it turned out to be Naples, Florida, and that's just where I saw an opportunity. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I can just go there, and I can either have a nice little 
joyride or I can, you know, go live there. (laughs) And so I followed that and I got there. And now um, I I don't even know how this happened, uh, really, because I didn't have to force it. I didn't. It was one of those flowing things. And that's one thing that I want to make sure uh, everyone hears is that if you're pushing and shoving and, and it's just so, it feels so painful and you're not getting anywhere with your efforts, stop that and then start looking around in your life to what is flowing, what is easy. And that's where you should start putting your attention and direction. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Um, I, I came there for a different reason, to collaborate, collaborate with another person and within a week, I had met this new person, and everything that I was doing with her was just flowing. So much so mm-hmm. that the second week that I met with her, she had been selected, and it looks like will be selected to be on a reality TV show. Oh, fun! And she, I know. And yeah. morning, she's wanting me to be a, um, a cast member of the show. Oh, how fun! Now, is how did that? this happen? <laughs> I do not know. Yeah, <laughs> but it like yeah. it just flowed and. So I think, I think some you know, changes are in the air. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm going to share this with you, Alan. Um, okay. From that short time that we were at the retreat, although you and I did not interact that much, but mm-hmm. you still have, from all of the work that you've done, you have this energy that's about you. And I think that's one of the benefits of raising our energy, our vibration, is that we attract people to us. And so I think you 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 did it. Yes, you didn't push it, but it's in in raising our vibration level. We are drawn to those people and those people to us. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you've had this wonderful opportunity knocking at your door, and it, it's just that's what I see, my dear. <laughs> and that's well, what I walked away from, from that time with you. So it's uh, so interesting. Well, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that David Hawkins um, said that, and I, I remember reading or either hearing him say, the best work that you can do is to work on yourself. Yes. And then you work on yourself, and then that you start opening up to work with and help others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, if all you do in this lifetime is help yourself, which means raise your vibration, yes, then you are making a contribution. And interestingly enough, one of the things he said, too, he said, start feeding the birds. That'll raise your vibration. <laughs> feeding the birds? Feed, is feeding the birds said? in your backyard. Yes, feeding birds in your backyard. Because you're, you're giving to another soul or another, you know, little creature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) I'm going to go look at some of his YouTubes. I want to know more about David Hawkins. Um, So, because you've spoken so highly of him. So, anyway, you know, we're coming to the end of our hour, and it always goes so fast, particularly when you have a guest that you're thoroughly enjoying and in agreement with. But it's just been a pleasure to be able to offer to my listeners your story, uh, the wonderful suggestions you have for recreating and and living a better life, um, and in handling the transition period, the sadness, the depression, the, all of that that we go through. That's normal. 
So I want right. to say thank you, Alan. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I, and I also want to say that, you know, we I love um, meeting people, and, we you know, I do workshops, so we'd welcome um, people joining me in those at the Monroe Institute or in Bimini, Bahamas. I take a group swimming with wild dolphins every year in oh, May. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so wonderful. We, yeah. So, yeah, we'd welcome anyone coming along for that ride. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Now, is that through Monroe Institute that you're doing the, or is that just an independent trip that you do to it's, the Bahamas? It's independent, but we do use HemiSync. So I bring uh-huh. little iPods, and we everybody gets an iPod for the week, and they listen to the HemiSync in the morning and, and at night, and then oh. we're with the dolphins or on the boat all day. Oh, awesome. Well, go to uh, send Alan a note if this is something that interests you. So I am I'm going to have to say goodbye to you now, Alan. But um, <laughs> I'm excited about your upcoming uh, wonderful opportunities that are coming. And I know that I want to stay connected so uh, we can be doing more things together to help women through the transitions of divorce or sadness. And if the TV so thank you. show works out, I'll get back on your show. <laughs> oh, cool. Yes, we want to hear about it. So anyway, thank you listeners for being here today. I hope that you have found the value in this show as I've loved bringing it to you. It's always um, a joy for me to be able to embellish you with information of transition. Thank you for being here. Till next week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and